What's going on guys? Welcome back to the break room. Make sure you punch your chicken and clock out. Today we got a really dope episode. I had old school Matt on the podcast. We chopped it up for about an hour. Talked about fitness, boxing, and his business. Hope you guys enjoy it. Three, two, one. Old school Matt, what's happening, brother? What's going on, my dog? What's what's good? Uh, I mean, I wish we could be having this talk over a nice protein shake, but with the circumstances going on, uh, we got to make do what we got. Afternoon. Um, my name is Matt, a.k.a. Old School Matt, a.k.a. Water Buffalo, whatever you want to call me. Um, you know, just here with my boy Sebastian during this quarantine time. We're trying to make some you know, good work of our time and not you know, trying to be lazy, trying to get proactive and just bounce around some ideas. And I'm really happy that he brought me on his you know, brand new podcast. I just want to say thank you, first of all, before anything. And uh, yeah, so... Of course, brother. Yeah, we, we, we've been trying to make this happen for a long time, and I'm finally happy we got this going. So welcome on to the break room. So me and Matt have known each other for, what, probably like five years now since high school. And, uh, I mean, tell, tell, tell us a little bit about, uh, you know, your high school days and uh, how you got into lifting and all that. For sure, yeah. So me and Sebastian, we go, you know, I would, I want to say, you say way back, but like, honestly, it's starting to get to the point where it's good, where you start to say, oh, way back in high school, because I'm like three years into college now and like time's only going forward. You know what I'm saying? Isn't that crazy when like people are like, oh yeah, do way back in like middle school and shit. And they were only talking like five years, but now to us, that was like way back, like five years ago was high school. So like we met in high school. I think we had a class together in my junior year. Or my senior yeah. Year we had a history class together. Or- yeah. 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 Or econo- I think it was economics. Was it economics class or, or one of those? Yeah, and we, we met, and I was a little bit of a hothead back in the day. We were always, like, teasing one another and shit. But it was always a good time, you know, no hard feelings. Sebastian is actually probably one of the first people that was, uh, you know, my in my age group slash, um, like, demographic people around me that, that was starting, like, when you had your YouTube channel. You were, like, the only one doing it back then that was, like, that we knew, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. So you know, props to him for sure. Uh, for doing that and you know I just we got I got into lifting in high school because um, you know I wanted to lose weight when I was in eighth grade I was like you know probably 170 pounds at like five foot six or five foot five or whatever I was so I was like a little fat ball of like just you know cuteness or whatever but I wasn't cute fat either I was just like the annoying fat kid gotcha yeah but uh yeah no that that really started the weight loss journey I don't know I can't really pinpoint a particular you know moment where I was like you know I want to you know make a change but I think as I was getting older, uh, like 13, 14, I wanted to start, you know, being more attractive to girls and whatnot. Uh, and, you know, that was the, the probably the, the first thing that wanted me to get those abs or whatever. And then from there, you know, I had different people along the way inspire me to, you know, continue and, and keep going. And you know, as you know, because you, you go to the gym too, you know, once, especially if you're really into it, once you get, you know, bit by the bug or whatever, the fitness bug, you're always, you know, wanting to do better. And for some reason, uh, I just, you know, caught on to the whole bodybuilding and, and more of the, like bodybuilding and fitness sort of aspect rather than just being like a giant casual gym bro. Yeah. So it just stuck with me, honestly. It's just something that I really enjoyed from the start. Yeah. Um, yeah, definitely. I, right when you were uh, bringing, talking about the gym bug, I was actually thinking, oh, yeah, I mean, you get bit by that gym bug and it's hard to go back. You know what I mean? For sure. And um, another thing I was going to I was gonna ask you, um, yeah, uh, I remember – well, the first, probably the first time we met, because you're, what, a year older than me? The first time we met, I was like, man, this dude's fucking huge. But then when I went to follow you on Instagram and kind of know more about you and where you came from, I was like, oh, this motherfucker looked like me. Like, like this yeah. is crazy, you know? And that and that kind of almost gave me, like, a little 
biting the ass, like, okay, you, you need to get your shit together, because, like, I would, like, back in high school, what, I was probably five foot ten, a hundred and fifty pounds, and, you know, I'm happy that now I'm at a point where I, I, get, I gain a good amount of weight, a good amount of muscle, and I'm pretty content on where I'm at, but one thing I did want to ask you that I've always kind of wondered, and maybe some of your followers have wondered as well, where'd you get the name Old School Matt from? Um, so... Do you remember a kid named Alex Zane in, in high school? I do. Glasses, big kid. Yeah, yeah. He um he in like tenth grade, he he would always like make fun of me because not make fun of me, but he would like poke fun at the way I would work, work out and whatever. And like he would like because I would always I'm always I'm always I always do weird shit. Like I, I'm never I'm not the guy who's just gonna go into the gym and do like three sets of ten reps and like you know I'm just gonna eat like. 25 grams of protein because that's what you know they said on bodybuilding.com i was always the guy and maybe it's because of the people i follow when i first started like getting into fitness i was always a person that wanted to try like weird things that's why like for my program that we started there's like it's completely different from whatever like you usually get in the fitness industry i know a lot of people say that but it's actually true like if you work out with me it'd be like damn like i've never i've never felt like this muscle work this way like this is a weird way to think about things so he was he always say like yeah you got you got you do like things weird i was like oh because I like like how the old school bodybuilders used to train. They used to kind of just train off the field and kind of did diet off the field how they look. It's like old yeah, school, yeah. you know what I'm saying? It's not like it's like super uh, meticulous, which is good. Obviously, it's good to be like you know very careful with what you do and like always track what you're doing and your weights and whatnot. But I was very like quote unquote old school. So like it used to piss them off when we used to say like um, they used to say old school Matt. We used to, they used to like tease back at him in a way because he used to like always be by the books like three sets of 10 reps, that's it. And I would always be different. So I changed my Instagram name to it one time. And he would like, I think he like, cause we were fucking 15, 16. So it was stupid. He like got mad and he like blocked me or something. And like, I just kept it forever. <laughs> and it was, yeah. So it came out, yeah, it came out of something funny, but it ended up just staying. Hey, I mean that, that's awesome, bro. Cause, uh, I, I had that kind of um intuition i was like oh maybe this is because you know he he does a lot of old school lifting a lot of like um like back in the day like the the pioneer type type lifts and and those guys really had almost that mind muscle connection instead of like that structured kind of plan you know if they could go for two more reps they'd go for it like if they could if they could push out three more they'd they'd push it out so um yeah definitely i could definitely see um you know that side of you and and that's funny how uh how kind of you flip that flipped that on it and uh kind of kind of made it your uh your trademark and kind of what you're known by that that old school mat tag you know yeah it's a lot of when you say old school mat it's kind of like it's it's very easy to remember you know close yeah dude for sure i mean it's it's funny to think about it hopefully you know as time progresses with more and more we put work into what we're trying to build um you know like like the name has like some sort of like bigger meaning in the sense i don't know I, i but honestly like everything i do in life is like very like traditional I'm not really with all the stuff that goes on nowadays. And like, that could be a topic maybe for like a longer video, but like, I'm, I'm really like, dude, like when you think about it, like the, the name came from that, like the, like the kid saying that, but like, honestly, the way I've been living my life has been very traditional in the sense that like, I like to stay up to date with the new things, but I like to keep values like of, you know, 30, 40, 50 years ago. Like what yeah, and, and speaking of values, I was gonna bring up I, I, you know, I follow you on socials and everything, and um, you know, at the end we'll plug everything. But um, I do follow you on socials, and you're really family oriented. You're really uh, you're really close with your family, especially your grandpa. You know, your grandma, your your heritage. Um, if I'm not mistaken, Peruvian, right? Yeah. What are you, What are you again? You're Hispanic too, right? Colombian. Yeah. 
you know, I mean, I'm Colombians are super proud too. You know? How yeah. I, yeah. I'm just, I'm just trying to live the life that maybe not a lot of people want to live in the sense that like they want to get caught up in like, I obviously like I have to get caught up in the now with like social media and trying to grow my brand and stuff. I have to for be sure. Yeah, for people. sure. But I like to keep like that, that like almost like what my grandparents and shit brought here. I like to keep it alive because if I don't keep it alive, my cousins aren't going to keep it alive. Like there's nobody yeah. in my family that truly cares about their Peruvian heritage or their Vietnamese heritage. You know, they're like, they speak Spanish, but they're not going to want to like, like there's a lot of different holidays and different little occasions and small things that my grandma does that will disappear forever. If like, n at least I'll try to bring it on to my family, my children. And if, if it stops there, then you know, that's not, my yeah, problem. no, I completely understand that. And, and even during these times, you know, I've, I've come to like a personal realization and I've tried to improve and better myself through, um, I try to call my, my grandparents at least once a week, you know, talk to them because, you know, I, I reflected almost during when all this was happening and um, they were actually in Colombia and they, they were forced to stay there, you know. They they live here, but they were just there at their other home, you know, hanging out. They go back probably like uh, once every six months just to, you know, like see everybody, see people, and then they come back here. But uh, during this whole time, they've had to stay there and, you know, they're both taking it kind of hard, you know. I, you probably know older people don't really like to sit still um, when, yeah. when they're getting old on age. So I, I try to talk to my grandpa maybe once a week and he's like, oh, I want to play golf. I want to play this, that. And like recently I almost realized like that you never really know when like those people are going to be out of your life. And personally for me, like my grandpa's one of my best friends and like I, I post him all the time on social media and like yeah. my girlfriend and like a bunch of people, like they love him. He's such like a high energy guy, like we'll be playing golf and like, I'll be wearing the snapback and he'll see me and he'll like turn his hat around and like pop his collar. Like he's such a high energy guy. He's awesome. But, um, yeah, I mean that connection between you and your family, family values is definitely super important. I see you really got that, uh, nailed down. Yeah. Dude, I'm, I'm, I mean, I, I don't try because I, I mean, for, for a little bit, you have to try to change the way you work. Cause I wasn't always like this. I was like, you know, how I was, was in high school. I was a little bit of like a hothead shithead and I carry that into college a little bit. But like, you know, it's hard to make the, 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 tr like the change like right away. But then after like you do it, like you feel so much better as a person. And like, like I'd rather make my grandma happy or like spend a hundred dollars on my grandma or my grandpa than like go spend a hundred dollars on some random people that I don't really like. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's like where you put your energy towards. And I don't just mean money. I mean like your, your personal energy. You know what I'm saying? Like yeah. I'd rather call yeah. my grandma than like sit on Instagram for an hour and debate about whatever bullshit you know I, or whatever talk shit in a group chat and stuff that's why i try to just like allocate my time properly and like i used to have that relationship with my grandpa but you know unfortunately the past like i think five years he's been like uh suffering with dementia so he can't really talk anymore i was okay, gonna ask gotcha. you do you, speak, do you speak spanish yeah right uh yeah fluent 100 percent. Okay, so you guys you guys connect like that uh you and your grandpa yeah okay that's awesome yeah i never really had that with him because like by the time he was um, like losing his ability to speak Spanish, I started to like want to gain like interest in Spanish again because of high school or whatever. But yeah. we still always connected. Like even we didn't, though we didn't have like many conversations, more like, you know, love and like just always being around each other and whatnot. Like we can kind of like, my grandma was always a mediator. She would always like tell him what I was trying to tell him or whatever. But now I speak fluent, which is kind of ironic. Now I can speak fluent Spanish and he can't speak anymore, but uh, at least we get to at least he's still alive you know he's in a nursing home right now because of the whole coronavirus yeah i got you 
You know, it's a little. Is your, are your grandparents in a nursing home too, or they're fine? Uh, no, they my my grandparents just both have diabetes, and uh, like that's one thing that's like super affected my family. Like everybody on the right side, or like my mom's side of my family has diabetes, and that's been like something that has taken a lot of family members from me. So like I've always wanted to, you know, if I get a successful business, or you know, if if the podcast ends up going, you know, expanding and 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 going to the goals that I wanted to go I really want to do like some charity stuff with like diabetes and stuff like that but yeah the the relationship between your gra- grandparents like you said it's it's funny how that works you know like like you said uh your your grandpa uh speaks Spanish and then at the time that that you get your Spanish around you know he he's not able to communicate with you in that sense but there's so many other ways to communicate you know I see you guys like doing that boxing and and he and I can see it in his face he takes joy from from that time with you yeah. so even though you can't have that that audible uh, that audible conversation, I mean that, even that relationship of just I, I feel like with grandparents almost like at least with me like sometimes I know what my grandpa's thinking and like he knows what I'm thinking and we don't even have to say a word to each other and just like the presence of of two people that have a good relationship and a good connection is almost unbreakable. Yeah, definitely. I was about to say the same thing. Well, unfortunately, like. He's actually, like, really bad now. Like, he can't even walk or anything like that anymore. I mean, he can walk, okay, but he's gotcha. minimal. He fell in, like, June, so it's, like, been, like, a hard, uh, like, to adapt to him. Because he was never in a nursing home up until this year. But, yeah. you know, life changes, and then, you know, things happen. I mean, June of last year. Oh, my God, it's already 2020. <laughs> but, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, time flies. Yeah, for sure. I mean, yeah, life changes. You have to be able to adapt and just, you know, be happy with what you got. You know, we try to make the best of it, but. Yeah, that's, that's, I mean, the whole old school thing just comes from, I guess the name came from that, but I guess it carried in, in a weird way through as like, you know, in like high school, it wasn't like this. Like, I didn't really care to go see my grandparents. I wasn't really like, you know, a quote unquote yeah. family guy. I was just gotcha. how we were in high school. But, you know, as after my freshman year of college, freshman, middle, sophomore year, I started to change, try to be a better person. And like I said, yeah, it's man. really hard to do. I'm sure you know this too. I'm sure you've been through points where like, you felt a little bit like a shithole, but like, um, you know, there's, once you make the change, it's a little bit like weird, but like, once you do, you feel like so much better as a person, people respect you more. And the people that matter respect you more, not, not losers that like, you know, never will have any value or merit in your life. People that like truly have that will, like, if you're pulled over on the side of the road on a hundred miles away, they'll drive and come help you. You know what I'm saying? The people that, the people that deserve your respect, when they respect you, you feel a lot better. Yeah, you know, definitely. And and even those old school values that you're talking about, I feel like that fits perfectly into your name. Um, one thing I wanted to touch on, uh, who are some of your idols in like the fitness and um in the fitness community and, and in that space? Well, the other day I did a video with my boy Chase uh Flores on like three people that we find most influential in our lives. I can I can say that I can say those people because they're honestly probably the three most. Um, yeah, yeah, go for it. Number one probably has to be uh, Rich Piana, he's a, I don't know if you know who that is. He's a, a fitness, he's, he's a body, he was an amateur bodybuilder. He never went professional, but he okay. was a, like a, just a fitness icon. He died like two years, three years ago, almost. It's going to be three years in August. Um, he, but he was more about a, like a businessman. He came up like really out of nowhere uh, in the fitness industry. He kind of, he was like the freak of the fitness industry in a way. Like he was very different from everyone else. He had a lot of tattoos. He was huge. Like he kind of like stood out. And that's how I kind of see, I kind of see myself that like that too in life in a way. Like I never really, I mean, even though it might seem like I fit in with everybody else, like I never really felt like I fit in with anybody else and not in a bad way, not like I feel like a loner or anything, but 
I was, the way I am is very different from a lot of people. Uh, so like I kind of resonated with him well because he was always about like just doing your own thing and like fuck what everyone else thinks. He was very hardcore in the sense that like he was like, you know, he cursed a lot and stuff. And it it kind of like has that mannerism of not arrogant, but just kind of like I do what I want to do. And like, but he was always doing things with positive intentions. It's not like these dirt bags on social media now. Like I do whatever I want to do and they do like shitty things. He was never like that. He never, he always talked about like, you know, respecting women, you know, always being able like, always being able to like grind and do your thing, like do, do the right thing, like do the thing that's harder, you know, sleep less uh, to, to achieve your goals. Like if you have a job, do your job, then go home and work on something that's going to help you be better. You know, learning how to invest, learning how to do real estate, why it's important to save money for real estate later in life. Like just things like that. He wasn't a typical bodybuilder that was just going and like flexing his abs because he, he didn't really have like a nice, beautiful physique in a way. Like he wasn't like shredded or whatever. He was just a big dude with tattoos and you know, you think someone like that would be like a dirty dog, you know, doing a bunch of like bad things. I mean, he obviously had his faults in certain ways, but he always tried to, um, and, and the people that were around him, like his team, even to this day, they respect him. They always say that everything he talks about in his videos are like, you know, pretty true. And like, obviously we'll never know the true extent to which they were. And like, obviously everyone has their dark like side or whatever, but as an individual and as what 95 to hundred percent of the people that talk about him, he's always like a good dude. And like, he just really motivational in a way. Like he, he, he kind of like changed my way of thinking in a lot of ways to like, you know, do the thing that's tougher in life. Like you never want to make the easy choices. Like he has a thing with exercises. He's like, if I, when I'm in the gym um, and I didn't want to do like a certain exercise, that's the exercise you have to do. Cause you want, you know, you don't want to do it. Like let's say I'm bad at incline benching. You know, you have to incline bench because, you you psychologically you don't want to do it because you know that you're bad at it. You have to you so have to attack toughness. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. So like, he is probably one of the most influential just because he was a in the fitness industry and his company literally grew from literally nothing making t-shirts to it literally ran the, the fitness industry for like two years and then unfortunately he died. But um, and I was gonna ask you, um, I'm I'm here looking at your Instagram. Is that is that the guy with the tattoos that you posted about? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, I met yeah, him just one making time. sure. Yeah, yeah I met okay, him. Okay, gotcha. It was it was really cool. We talked for like you know thirty. He literally talked to me for like thirty minutes, and I I remember I gave him some like bullshit like lie sob story because I wanted him like that was when I was in high school. I, I told him like I flew out to the Mr. Olympia by myself, and like I was like staying in a hotel by myself, <laughs> and he was like just he was basically just telling me like, hey man, like I know like things are hard and stuff and. To an extent, like what I was telling him actually did happen to me in, in the way that like like my my parents don't not support me not because they don't love me just because like they don't didn't have the resources when I went to college to like let me like help me out in college in any way in a sense yeah, so yeah. I had to always have a job and stuff and you know some conversations that me and him had or the little conversation we had was just about you know being uh, hardcore at a young age like trying to grind now so you can relax later and he was like it might take you know 10, 15 years for you to like come to any sort of like fruition of your goals like your the things you might be doing now might take a long time to get there but you know it's worth it and at least if you like he said he says he's like if you never make it you're gonna die so at least you'll die it's <laughs> knowing that you try you know what i'm saying so like yeah yeah and said, that that thing you brought up about um um kind of being different from everybody else i you know i i've seen that in you as, as you've been trying to grow this kind of uh, brainchild that you have through water buffalo and and um and your and your workouts and all that and also you know i can i can reflect on that a little bit because like like you brought up in in high school when i was doing that whole youtube thing like nobody was doing that like nobody had the audacity and like i'll even say nobody had the balls to to you know be creative and do something different 
and then kind of when I kind of got off that wave and kind of started transitioning into podcasting, um, you know, I kind of find I've kind of found like that second fire, like that 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 um, ambition to to do something creative. And and I've been working on this project for so long, you know, trying to get uh, like all my RRS figured out and and my trademark and you know every everything sorted. And now on Spotify, so you know that that feeling of of um, success. And and even the most minimal success, you know, it, it it fuels you, you know, to keep going. And like you said, that um, he he his business went pretty much from the ground to to uh, taking over the f- the fitness industry. Like yeah. that that's something that I could really see. Like 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 he said, it's not going to take five, ten, maybe not even fifteen years. But I mean, that advice that he gave you, um, if he could do it, like why can't you? And I mean, like if I if I can do a podcast, like why can't it be like? Uh, trending on Spotify, you know what I mean? So like those goals and, and, you know, setting yourself different from people and having that hunger to, to make something and make something of yourself is, is really important to have. No, definitely for sure. Um, the, the way that I see it is like, it's like a game of nowadays. It's just a game of like, who's going to be persistent enough. It's like we all have the same resources. We all have the ability to do what we have to do. You know, we all have our own like, um, I guess mental stumps that's going to like keep us or hold us back in a way. And that doesn't just mean like, um, can you hear me? Yeah, I can hear you. Oh, um, no, it doesn't just mean things that are going to like, uh, like, like not just self doubt, but like, I'm talking about like school for us. Cause we're both in college, like just yep. maybe getting a job one day just to support what we want to do. Like all these things have like a, a reason and a purpose. And the person that's going to stand the longest is the one that's going to be, you know, the, the most successful, you know, some people blow up on, you know, TikTok or something in, in one day, and yeah. like yeah. a million followers. And, you know, they come out with a t-shirt idea and they grow a business off that. And some people like, maybe like myself and maybe it will be, maybe not it takes 10 years, you know, whatever amount to even get a little bit of a, of a movement. But once you get that movement, it's, it's just, it's just an odds game. You know, if you keep fucking poking somebody, eventually they're going to turn around. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, my, my one one good saying that my, my dad always says, if you keep knocking on the door, somebody's going to open. Yeah, eventually. I mean, like, literally, like, it doesn't, it, it's it's just, like I said, it's like odds. It's just, if you keep doing the thing the right way, and you keep adapting and learning, and you keep showing up every day, you know, whether you show up, uh, you know, 50% one day, and then 100%, if you keep, this is what I like to say, too, is like, a lot of people like to be like, give it 100% always, which is very good. And it's like always, always you want to shoot for a hundred percent, but in reality, it's, it's hard to do a hundred percent every day, brother. That's hard. Yeah, But, but what's, what I like to live by is I like to at least give like at least some sort of effort. If I can't give a hundred percent, seven days a week, maybe I can give a hundred percent five days a week and then 30% on the week or whatever it is, just adding up those values. If that makes sense overall, it's going to continue to push you forward. Any sort of effort is going to help as long as you stay persistent. One thing I wanted to bounce off uh, both of us, and you know, this could apply to both of us. How do you personally, in, in your endeavors, and you know, we're both kind of in in our own respects, growing a brand and growing a project that we want to see successful. Um, how, in your opinion, do you take criticism, or um, and also another thing I wanted to ask: Do you pay attention to like analytics or like numbers or like the amount of emails you get? Or amount of clicks you get do you do you pay attention to those things i mean i i should and i i like eventually want to i i want to say that i do in a sense not too much but honestly right now like i'm just trying to find a good balance to where like i can do things and i'm learning how to use adobe the, the whole like uh, suite or whatever like i've learned photoshop already um so i'm going to start using that more with like editing photos and whatnot 
I kind of yeah. know Illustrator a bit just because I had to use it for certain things. Um, I'm learning Premiere now. Like UF offers these courses, like it's called Linda Learning or LinkedIn Learning. And I'm like okay. almost done with the Premiere course, uh, like Adobe Premiere. So my video editing could be a lot better. Um, I've been learning different things on YouTube for like my camera, just, just get it. Like, so I've been honestly focusing on the quality of my content more now, like pictures and stuff like, yeah, I want to get better at that. Um, okay. and eventually get, I mean, I do, I still like, like I'm on TikTok now for just to try to get some exposure. And I got one video that's got like, I don't know, I think like almost a million views, 900,000, 875,000. So climbing to a million views, which is cool. Wow. Um, but like Instagram wise, honestly, like I haven't really looked into it too much. I know certain things, I know hashtags and like time to post and, and all that shit. And like now I'm doing these, those engagement groups and shit. So like those little well, things. like insights and stuff like that too. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I always check to see how many people send my posts around, but you know, eventually I think that as the quality of the content increases and I have a little bit more quote unquote time to, to really, do, I, I want to focus on quality. Cause I know that I'm not going to give up anytime soon. Like I, I'm not just here for uh, like quick clicks. And I know that it helps obviously. And like, obviously like following your, your analytics and when people do things is very important, but I want to be able to know that I have the quality to match that. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, no, hundred percent. And um, but the the other thing I want to ask in terms of like criticism and stuff like that, what is some what are the, some of the ways that you like? Because personally, for me, like in the beginning, like when when this all started to happen, and now that I'm on Spotify, like I get a full layout of all the analytics, you know, demographic, age, uh, gender, uh, country, listen time, retention rate. I I get all that. So, you know, sometimes I even find myself getting caught up in the numbers, but then I kind of have to take a step back, like, wait, like, why are you doing this? Are you doing this for the numbers? Or are you doing this because you want to do it? And at the end of the day, I, I say the same thing. I'm doing this because I want to do it. If one person were to be listening, I'd still be doing it. And, you know, my goal and the goal in mind that I have for this podcast is to get to 100 episodes. And that's like a goal that I want to reach. And it's like, I don't know if you have it, but like I have like a little journal or, or whatever you want to call it, like a notepad where I kind of just like sketch ideas, write ideas down thoughts. And like one of the, one of the goals I have on there is get to a hundred episodes. And you know, that's, that's one thing that's really like let, let, lit the fire under me and kind of drives me forward. Uh, what are some of the things that like drives you forward in terms of growing your brand, even though there's criticism and there's hate and there's, you know, negligence out there from other people in the community and on social media. Um, so, uh, so like, the, I guess starting back with the criticisms, like, I don't really see, like, I don't get a lot of criticism, quote unquote. I do get a lot of like support, honestly, but I know that like, in a way, I know there's people out there that like, don't like me and for whatever reason, maybe in the past, or there's people that like make fun of me or whatever. But honestly, dude, like I have a lot of money now, more money than I've had. Like I work two jobs to help support my business. Like I have people going around, like doing my program, like uh, the people that hate, obviously this is true. And you know, it's true. People that hate you or like hate on you are always less than you. There's never somebody that's better than you that are hating on you. Cause it's just cause they don't have any, like, there's no reason for them to hate on you. They have, too, they have more important things to do. Like if I ever get any sort of criticism from anyone that's like negative in the sense that like, I love good, like positive, like not positive criticism, but like constructive criticism. Yeah. Yeah. Wrong. I want someone to tell me obviously, but like if I ever receive any hate or I hear someone talking bad about me or just know that people are doing things to bug me on purpose, which happens, I know, I know it happens probably to you too. Um, you know, people do things subconsciously, you know what they're trying to do to bug you or whatever, whether that's leave like a slick comment or like, you know, send you a, 
something or whatever, whatever it is. Like I, I just ignore them. Honestly, dude, like I have, I, I'm comfortable with my life. I'm paying for my own rent. I've been paying for my own rent since I went to college. I'm not, I consider myself a man. Like I can go out and do whatever I want. I have financial freedom in the sense that like, I'm not like some of these kids that are in, in school and like they, you know, they fucking disrespect their parents and they don't fucking, they don't do anything other than just, you know, sit around all day long and, and not really try to do anything with their lives. So like I, I, when, when people like that try to hate on me or they like, you know, maybe send me some sort of like, you, you know, you know what I'm talking about? Like that fake love. So yeah, just some, just that fake love, that slick shit. And yeah. you know, I, I'm, I'm personally, and I know probably you as well. I don't put up with that and I don't really give attention to it. Cause if you have the time to be slick and, and say some shit, and and you're on your couch probably eating Cheetos, leaving that comment like, "What are you doing?" Like, like yeah. nobody nobody cares what you have to say. And, and personally, for me, I'm never leaving any any slick, harmful, you know, even slightly negative things. Like, if if anybody that I support is doing something that I that I support that I think is dope, I'm gonna support it. And you know, if if some somebody's doing something that I don't really think is cool that I'm not interested in, I'm just not gonna. Yeah, I'm not gonna no comment on it. I'm not gonna give my take on it because I, 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 I know I've, I've, I've seen that. I've been on the other side of of that, and and it's not fun. But also, I'm at the point in my life where, like, you know, I'm I'm in my second year of college, going into my third year. Um, I'm on track to get my master's in five years. Like, I really have no interest in anybody that's gonna say anything negative. But if, like, what you said, the the constructive criticism. Oh, all day. I'm taking that all day i'm eating that for breakfast like if anybody has any suggestions for me any way that i can up my content any way any anything that i can do to make them listen to make their experience better that's all me i i love those kind of things but if you're just leaving something slick and and harmful and, and hateful you know that there's really no need for that and and you know i agree those people aren't worth your time and those people are realistically under you on the ladder you know you're going up and those people are just grabbing your ankles and trying to pull you down yeah dude for sure I, like, like i said like i'm i'm sure we both have our own like personal and the success helps you in a way like when you when you're doing a lot and when you're busy you don't really care i mean like i said i know there's there's people out there that I'm sure you know of too that like I, I used to be friends with that I don't really like resonate with anymore really that much just because like I don't I don't like just to fuck with their energy in a way like I just you know like as as time moves on you just you find new people that are gonna positively benefit you and and you just you know whether whether that's one person like if you have one friend is better one good friend that'll be there for you forever is better than having a million people that like enjoy you or you know what I'm saying like enjoy you in the yeah, right way. Yeah. I want to influence you to do bad things. I, I'd rather have one good friend. That's what I've lived by now. Like the people that I surround myself with nowadays, like truly surround myself with, I might be friendly with people and, you know, say what's good or you know, whatever. But people that I'm truly friends with nowadays, only positive, they're only positive vibes for me. So that's really important. Yeah, that's, that's super important. And another thing I was going to touch on was the whole financial freedom. Um, you know, you saying you pay for your rent and, 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 you know, your parents have, haven't had like, the most uh, the ability to to you know kind of give you everything that you needed to build your brand and your business and i i can touch on that as well i mean the, the only reason i'm in college right now is because i i have uh i got the full a full scholarship to go to college and you know i thank god that my parents don't have to pay that that tuition every year mm -hmm. and that they only really have to pay for for rent um you know i pay for all my utilities um you know because i live in a house now with a few of my buddies so there's like internet and and water and electricity 
and you know uh, food and all that but so really the only expense that I that I have to put on my parents that I still rely on my parents for is is that monthly rent and I'm hoping around senior year to alleviate the alleviate that expense from them so you know they can they can live comfortably but there's a lot of people out there you know like they you were saying you know disrespect their parents you know kind of kind of still spoon feed off them and and just to be flat out honest there's a lot of spoon fed bitches out there and you know it comes to a time where like you gotta look back and you gotta be like oh shit i'm about to be in the workforce as an adult in less than three years and i'm still being spoon fed by my parents like what am i doing you know what i mean no no and that's that's the thing i was telling my girlfriend about the other day i was like i want you to do whatever and not like this is being like very very like in the future but assuming that everything works out with us and like god blesses us in our relationship like I'll, I, I'm going to be the type of person that like, I'm going to figure it out. Like I've always, I've always figured it out. I've always been able to, you know, find a way to make things work. Like my sophomore year of college, I fucking worked at Dillard's. I had to drive seven miles on a scooter every there and back, which is like 30 minutes on a scooter in Gainesville, just so I can pay my rent and like work in women's shoes. Like I'm going to do what it takes to figure it out. Now I'm working uh, remotely for an, like a, an internship in the fall. So I'm doing their work, you know, in Gainesville now at home, obviously, because I'm back here. Um, still getting paid by them part-time. I'm a TA part-time. Uh, I do, you know, I, I tutor kids, quote-unquote tutor kids uh, <laughs> in school. Like, if anyone needs a paper or whatever, I help them out. Dude, I'm making money whatever way I can make money. And then when I have my time for the water buffalo, I make money off water buffalo in a way just to – not money in the sense that I'm making a lot of money off of it, but I have enough money from there just to hold me over because, like, I'm not sure if it costs you any money, but like having a website costs me money, having the course that I have the program on costs me money. Like when people, when I give out like shirts sometimes, which I try not to do that much anymore, like it costs me money and whatnot, but you know, like everything costs money. And I just try to make sure that I always have enough money because I get scholarship money, obviously too. I get paid by the the, the state. I have my own scholarship. Um, So I'm like set on that end. I'm always making sure that I'm positive. Like if, if I'm negative, I'm doing something wrong. You know, you never see a person like struggling, like the people that say, quote unquote, I'm broke or I'm like struggling or whatever. There's very rare occasions is that person doing everything in their power to make sure that they're not going, like my friend, I'm not going to mention his name. He always talks about him being broke. He always trying to feed off food and like, and he's just a friend of mine for a long time. So he's a good kid. He's got good intentions, but he had a job. He quit his job because he didn't like it. And he, every week I see him, he's got a new, if I do see him, he's got a new uh, Apple Watch, uh, Samsung, whatever, uh, TV. And I'm like, dude, that's why you're broke because you're spending money on things that don't matter. Look at my fucking shoes. I wear the same shoes I wore in high school. Yeah. I'm not joking. Like, I have the same shoes I wore in high school. And I know some people like, like, the word, like fashion and stuff like that, which is good. Like, that's your own thing. But, like, dude, the, my biggest expense other than my business in my life is my food. <laughs> and I need that to so. That, that I'm very simple so yeah yeah no living the simple lifestyle is definitely good to have I mean I'm personally like you were talking about jobs and stuff um like my freshman year of college I had to work at Chick-fil-a um you know almost like a full-time job I'd, I'd leave class and walk to Chick-fil-a change in the bathroom and go make chicken sandwiches like I had I needed to pay for my food I needed to pay for my expenses my my utilities and stuff like that I really had no income coming in and also because I, I was investing, um, I do a lot of investing and trading and, um, you know, already open a retirement plan, investing money in there, sitting on almost 
over 10,000 in assets right now. And I'm really trying to grow my money. Like one of my main goals, like I, like I said, with the whole, uh, hundred episodes thing, another one of my goals in my, in my book was, um, you know, to, to grow my money in, in 2020. And the goal was $20,000. And, um, you know, right now I'm, I'm half of that and we're, we're a little less than halfway through the year or we're almost at halfway through the year. And, you know, um, like you were talking about learning about real estate in the beginning of the episode, you know, I'm already investing in real estate and, and properties, um, doing stuff like that. So growing your money and, you know, I see people like, I'm not going to say any names, obviously, but, in, you know, you know, in the college space, there's a lot of flexing. There's a lot of subtle this. I got this. You don't have this. I have that. You have this. Like, and, and honestly, like, you know, when I see that on Instagram, like, bro, at the end of the day, like when you're. 30 and you have a business or you're at work like who is gonna care what you posted on instagram what you were wearing what you were uh flexing your your this your that who how much money you were spending at at the club on that table like bro i've i've never like spent money on like like the people that i see like getting a table at like a, a bar like that almost baffles me like like i would I mean, personally, everybody's different. Like if you got the money to go do that, go for it, splurge. It's a good time. You know, I've been up there, but I've never personally had to pay for that. And I know tables run over like a thousand dollars. Like I like those, I personally would want it. Like, like you said, your expenses, your main expense besides your business is, is your food. For me, it's, you know, I'm into cars. Uh, and, and for me, it's pretty much car parts, um, my business and, you know, the cost of running a website, I, I have to have like a RSS link and an anchor for my podcast, you know, and that, that costs money. So really like the, what you said about, you know, having jobs, uh, last this year, actually, uh, since May of last year, I've been working at burger five for a year now. Uh, I was the, I was the head of the front of the house supervisor, you know, like making $9 an hour, but I was there every, every other day, you know, putting in hours to, uh, you know, pay my things and, and have responsibility. And I think financial responsibility is a super important thing that people our age really have to, you know, start paying attention to, you know, cause in, in a few years we're going to be working, we're going to be having bills. We're going to have to start filing taxes. Do you have any, like, do you have those skills? Are you ready to, to start implying those skills and if the answer is no you got to get on it definitely for sure i I need to i need to definitely you saying that honestly every time i hear i'm 21 i'm 21 20 people are like you're so young you still got your whole life ahead of you i think very obviously i'm like damn you know if i would have started this shit when i was 19 i wonder where i'd be at now you know what i mean exactly that that sometimes or whatever 18 I, i sometimes i regret not doing early enough not taking advantage of high school or whatnot you know it is what it is at that point but like like i said I always feel like I need to be playing catch up. That's why I'm always trying to do things like when there's an opportunity to make money and I have the time, um, you know, and I, I'm not like neglecting my other priorities. I always try to do so. Like I, I, I honestly get baffled by the amount of kids our age that like when I throw something, an opportunity for someone to make money their way or whatever it is, like, hey, can someone do this for me? Or can someone, Like the other day, I'm not going to name names, but he went to our high school. I told him I needed to go to Gainesville to get to class at, I needed to be there by 1145. And I said, he said, he's going up to Gainesville. We're both in West Palm. And I'm like, dude, I will literally pay you $45 to go an hour early just so we can, cause he was leaving at, I think he was leaving at 930. I'm like, if we leave at 830, um, I can still get there within before the time the class ends. And I could just tell my professor that something happened. I just need to check in to make sure. And 
he literally wouldn't take my 45. He was offering me the ride, but he wouldn't take my $45 to wake up one hour early. He would have made $45, you know, just waking up one hour earlier, leaving the games or earlier. And he said, no, you should have, you should have texted me. I would have driven you myself. You know what I'm saying? Like, dude, like just like opportunities like that, that people are so fucking lazy nowadays. Like if someone asked me to like to get, if someone told me, hey, dude, I need to go to Gainesville. Can you wake up four hours earlier? I'll give you an extra 40 bucks that I wasn't going to make because I would ride alone. I would do it. Like, you know, for one hour, you know, really, you're not going to do that. It's just the, the that's why I try to stay traditional in the sense that, like, I like to hustle. Like, if there's an opportunity for me to do an extra, you know, three hours, someone needs a paper to be done or someone needs this or that or whatever. Someone, you know, extra hour at work or my some some kid that's in my ta group can't grade the stuff this week now i get to grade i get three hours pay extra like whatever it is i'm doing it like i'm not I, i'm not born with uh a nice car i don't even have no i haven't owned a car in my like i don't know if you have a car but i don't have a car i've never had a car in my whole life um like i don't have these nice things so why would i not and even if i did have the nice things that like a lot of people have like some people have really really nice cars given to their, like hundred thousand dollar cars from their parents their old school is taken care of. If I was those people, I would be even hungrier for like wanting, you know what I'm saying? I would already know what it feels like to have money. I would want the more and more money I get, maybe just be my, my addictive personality. Like the more and more uh, I see my bank account feel more comfortable. Like I can go out and do things without having to like, you know, check and see if I have enough money in savings and like not saying I'm a millionaire or any sense, but like, you know, just, just feeling a little bit more comfortable with myself. Like I want to pay, you know, uh, an extra forty dollars for a new memory card or whatever it is, just to feel like I have that money. It's addicting, dude. Like I can't even imagine what it's gonna be like one day when I have, you know. I'm not saying I'm addicted to spending, but it's just it feels good inside for me to know that like my hard work is like paying off, you know. So. Yeah, yeah, for sure. And you know, hard work and and financial freedom and and you know, financial growth is really it's a really big goal and it's a really big you know morale booster. That's that's definitely you know. All those things are super important and, you know, just getting where I want to be creatively, financially and, and academically, you know, that those are like the main three three points for me. Uh, another thing I wanted to touch on really quick because I think we're, yeah, we're like 40 minutes in, so I got a few more things we could touch on. Um, what is the Gainesville fitness space like? Is it very crowded? Is it very uh, community-based? What, what's what's uh, Gainesville in terms I, of like honestly, the fitness community? Like, like? I'm just starting to like really get into that. Gainesville side because I'm always when I'm up there I always just kind of do my own thing but now I kind of have to do it for my business or whatever oh uh, no it's yeah. it's it's definitely more hardcore in West Palm like the I don't train nearly as hard up there I, I'm not saying it's like a weird I train a lot better LA Fitness Wellington the one here in Wellington is always gonna be my home gym I told everybody that one day when I have the money and one day when uh like the business takes off the way I want it to take off I'm going to uh I'm going to buy out that spot from LA fitness if it's still there and just make that like my office. Cause that, that place is where everything started, you know, symbolically in a sense. Um, but yeah. the training, I mean, it's, you know, I don't want to be like, and I can say this cause I'm white too, but like, uh, like, I don't know, like white people <laughs> in a, in a weird way, like sometimes they train kind of weird. Like, like I train with a lot of kids that are like from ethnic backgrounds and like they train like savages. Sometimes my, yeah, my frat yeah. boys, my, and I love them to death cause they're my boys, but, they train like, you know, you know, it's kind of more like lackluster and laid back. And I don't feel the same intense environment up in Gainesville as I do in down here. Definitely. I definitely feel like I can be as, I mean, I, dude, like I walk into the school gym and I, like I nowadays with the whole water Buffalo movement, like more and more people are starting to get notice of it in the school gym. So people start realizing it more. Maybe that's helping me boost my confidence. 
but like to train with people up there, it's not, it's not the same. It doesn't feel the same as down here. I feel like down here, it's just like, maybe it's because my boys train with me most of the time, but I just feel like an animal down here. Up there, I try my yeah. best. But. Is it the sense of community to having, having your friends around and, you know, those people that you've been with for a while that, that you feel more comfortable down here? Um, in a way, but up in Gainesville, I just feel like a lot of the people that go and train at the, that's why I try to go train early at the school gym. It's just like a lot of like, yeah. I don't know if you were involved in Greek life, but a lot of like the girls and guys are very like toxic in, in a way that they like just, you know, they kind of just don't do things with a purpose sometimes. And I'm, I'm trying to help a lot of kids in my fraternity, actually, like a lot of the kids that are on the pro, I think like over 25 of the people, I have like 61 people on my course, like the program, I think like over half, maybe 25 there, I can't remember the number are for my fraternity. So like, I'm trying to help them and I have a group chat with them every morning where I send some funny motivational shit like. I'm trying to help them change their ways of thinking in a way of not, you know, making the right decision and trying to be better as individuals. Um, so that's good. But just like, you know, there's a lot of people out there that, you know, they go to that gym for the wrong reasons. And it's, it's kind of like a negative vibe when you go out, like honestly past like nine or 10 kids start to come in there that like, it's just like, I don't really want, you know, this is not the environment I want to train in, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Touching on that actually. Um, I'm actually going to have to kind of go the opposite way for me. It's actually the complete opposite. I kind of, I kind of found my sanctuary, you know, at the leech at the FSU gym, you know, um, there's a lot of guys in there that, that, you know, there's some big boys in there that, that train hard, you know, even in the like Olympic lifting, you know, a lot of the people that work at the actual gym, you know, those guys are savages. And, um, even, even my roommate, uh, my roommate Parker, He's he's got a fitness page also. I'll shout him out at Park B Fit. He's a super disciplined kid, super driven kid, um, super old school like you. Does a lot of um, old school old school workouts. Uh, this dude read the whole Arnold Schwarzenegger like biography in like le- like two weeks. Like this dude is one of the like he's all, like he's probably like a a person that like I really look up to because you know he like he alone like just watching him and living with that kind of person. He changed the way I ate, the way I dieted, how I trained, how I looked at training, like my mindset going into training, like me and him will have conversations just like in the living room, like while he's eating a salad or something like, and I'll, and he'll just like talk to me about like mind muscle connection and like, like mentality when you're training. And like, honestly, I found like my fitness journey and like where I'm at personally and, and my growth um, at FSU in Tallahassee, I mean, back home, I, I never really had a, a home gym like like you were talking about that LA Fitness Wellington. Um, as you know, you know, I I played soccer all throughout high school. I played I played travel soccer down in Boca. So right when I left high school practice, I'd have to drive forty minutes down to Boca to play with like my so- my my academy. You know, so I really never had time for every single day going to the gym. Uh, I'm assuming you probably would go to the gym after after class or after school, whatever. Um, but you know, I, I never really had time for that. You know, I was, I was always playing soccer. I was always traveling. I always had games. So going into college when, you know, I, I decided not to go play, um, college soccer and I decided to go to, t- to FSU. I, I really found, you know, that sense of, Oh, all right. Oh shit. It's three o'clock. All right. It's time to go to the gym, you know, ride out. And, and I'm, I'm blessed to have a location, um, to have a house that's that's five minutes away from campus, so I don't really have to take my car anywhere. You know, me, all my roommates, we just all ride out together at the same time on our skateboard. We ride through campus, and we're at the, at the gym in 10 minutes. And, you know, that sense of, like, community and, you know, going with my boys, and you could probably agree with me on this, when you work out with people that, like, 
you like hanging out with, you know, it's it it almost like lifts you up. Like when you got your boy spotting you and he can tell you you can do two more, like you you feel stronger. Like you get their energy and and you kind of like good energy around you builds you up. And and I found that personally at, at the FSU gym. Yeah, no, I I mean it's it's like that's good at the UF gym, but I'm always the one. And, and this even here too, in a, in a way, there's like three people honestly that I can train with that give me the best training sessions in the world. Uh, it, it changes from now, from like time to time, like just depending on who I'm, who I'm training with. But the first person would be a guy I used to train with way back in the day. Uh, his name is Patrick. He's like kind of like the godfather that I had for like bodybuilding or whatever. My friend Patricio, even though he doesn't really train that much anymore, he knows when we get into the gym, he's, he knows that like, and I'm probably going to save this sound bite so you can hear this. Uh, he knows that like whatever we me and him get into the gym, we're savages. It's, it's not even, it's not even a question. If he hasn't trained in six months where he's going to squat 315, he doesn't give a fuck. And then now my boy Chase too, um, uh, Chase Flores, he's like part of the part of like my the people like a team of people I have for Water Buffalo. We train pretty hard together, but it's really hard to get me to put like it's hard to push me. I'm really the only one other than like those three people, maybe one or two more that can really push myself past that limit. Other than that, it's just me and the environment up in Gainesville. It's straight, but it's like very lackluster. And honestly, dude, I don't see any savages there. Like I don't see people there training and they're like dying. I don't know. I don't, I don't see it. I see it at LA fitness a lot, but it's, it's maybe it's cause the gym is crowded and you know, whatever, but I can't honestly say that I've seen one person in there. Um, that's still there. Maybe some kids when I was like younger, like freshman, sophomore year that I can think of, but now I can't see it. At least the kids that go on my time that go in there, they're just, you can, you can tell when someone's a savage in the gym, or at least I can, like I can. Pull it out. Yeah, no, of course. Of course. I, I honestly, you can tell I honestly can't, I can't. I can't really. I don't see it. I just be honest with you. I don't see it. But hey, I mean, personally, I we got to get that workout in, bro. We've never had a good workout, and, and and I want you to kill me when when we get that time in. You know, when all this uh, passes over and we we can get a nice, healthy, safe, safe lift in, I, I'd love it. It'd be an honor. Yeah, dude, not an honor. You're my friend for sure. Um, it, it I just I'm I'm like weird when I train with people. Like I just I think of weird things for them to do, and like in a way like. I don't know, like this program I'm about to come out with for uh, like at home workouts is gonna be gonna be pretty dope too. It's it's something like I said, something not a lot of people probably do. Um, like just one like example is like when we do body parts, especially when I'm here in Wellington, I share with my friend Chase, especially like we flex in between sets with a purpose. Obviously, like when we're doing chest, we'll hit certain like it doesn't even have to be bodybuilding poses, but certain like body positions to like you do it after your set for like 10, 15 seconds. And honestly, it makes so much of a difference in the way you get a workout. Your pump stays like great uh, longer. Like, I don't know if you know, like, you know what a pump is obviously, but um, like over time, like when you're in the gym, like your pump starts to go away slowly and stuff. And like, it's not the same as in the beginning, but honestly, like, when I yeah. train and like when, when I, I, I have an eye for it in a way, like I can kind of, I can, I can push, push people in a way and like do certain things to make them feel that their workout has been, you know, incredible. I'm not trying to be like an egotistical asshole. I'm just, I'm just being honest. Like I, I just. I, I, no, yeah, for sure. But yeah. And, and, yeah. But the, the whole thing about, you know, flexing, I, it's funny that you bring that up. The kid I was talking about, my roommate Parker, he, um, he, he was actually posted on Barstool FSU. Somebody took a video of him flexing in between sets at the leech. And the, the caption was like, at the leech, uh, like the best gym ever, full of testosterone, blah blah blah, kind of just like cracking on him. But um, 
like he, he kind of went viral like on this post and we we're like oh shit like that's our roommate yo and it was pretty funny at the house for like a little bit but then like at dinner time we were chatting and i was like yo like why do you flex in between in between your sets and he kind of he said the same thing as you he's like bro like it makes a difference like like the like try it next time yeah, and like the next time i went like i was just like subtly like doing it just trying to figure it out purpose, like, yeah. holy shit yeah flexing with a purpose that's exactly how he it's called not, it it's not like just looking in the mirror and like you know taking a picture it's like there's there's it, there's not really science to it like there is there's like isometric like there's studies that show like isometric holds like engages more muscle fibers over a certain period of time but there's not like actual literature out there that says flexing in between sets because no 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 scientist is going to go you know no, no one that does this is why I met, like people ask me like why don't you want to do exercise physiology or nutrition or whatever it's just because like the way that they see things is like is great obviously and it's like gives us a lot of data and it's like important but like honestly the way that i see things is like i already know all that stuff and like i just want more like there's there's more to training than just you know numbers and percentages and shit you know it's to me it's more like there's more to it like there's never going to be a study maybe there will be i don't know about flexing after each set and the importance of it but like when you really like break it down you see the people that do these extra things they always look better than everybody else so like people that clown on like that's going back to like alex zane thing like i always look better than alex zane and i'm not trying to be a dick but like it's just honest like he always did certain things three sets you know just the, just this amount of protein no more but then, like, you look at the two physiques and you're like, I mean, you know, it's like, what what speaks more? Is it, okay, maybe the science says this, but, like, what 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 is – and I don't have good genetics in any sense. And no one can tell me differently. I do not have good genetics. Um, but, like, it's just, like, the way – you know, the, the body speaks for itself, you know? Yeah, of course. It's like the best, yeah. the best fighters are never the ones that are, like, training uh, according to science. And they're doing – the best fighters, like, you know, like, you know, Canelo Alvarez. Yeah, of course. Like he's, you know, he's training with Eddie Reynoso and and uh, Checo Reynoso, which is like, like you see those guys, you're like, you know, they don't know anything about fucking science. They training the way that they've been knowing how to train their whole life. It's just they have something different than everybody else. What's it's the hard work, it's the dedication. You know, Canelo still trains like he's broke. He doesn't have like you know a lot of these, um, you know, not not all the a lot of all the fighters obviously train like savages, but sometimes people like to get too too into the science and, and the this and the that and. You know, but in reality, it's like, you know, sometimes a coffee is better than, than a pre-workout, you know, just that simpleness. sometimes yeah. the simplicity of things is, is better than the actual complicated. Once you start getting too complicated, uh, it's, you know, it's, it's once you start getting over analyzing things too much, you know, and yeah, you can kind of, you can kind of lose yourself in that overcomplication. Yeah. And I was touching on a uh, Canelo Alvarez, actually, I'm, I'm super hype that uh ryan garcia is is training in that same camp yeah. because like you can almost see ryan getting better i don't I, you know ryan garcia right yeah you can almost see ryan getting better and better and better and better and almost following that train track that canelo like already laid out and, and like eddie reynoso and checo reynoso like those guys are those guys are training that Mexican rise and grind style, bro. Like those guys don't live in a penthouse and and shit. Those guys are still coming in in their track suits, just finished eating their breakfast burrito. Like their training methods have not changed, and I'm super glad that Ryan Garcia is doing the same exact thing, because I think if he keeps training like this, that fight with Javante Davis is gonna end end significantly different than everybody no, thinks I it think is. Ryan, I, think I think that kid's Ryan gonna be Garcia legit. will beat Javante Davis. He's, he's, he's a, yeah, yeah I, I, he's a, he's a, 
as long, like you said, as long as he keeps on track with the stuff he's got, and he's got a little bit more pressure because he's like, I think he's like a Gymshark model or something. So he's not like yeah, he's he's like he's got some amba- ambassadorships and and some brand deals and stuff. Like a lot of like, he even said in in an interview with the Zone, he's like, he's like, bro, I wake up every day like like. Like I've been, he's even said it. I watched his DAZN interview yesterday. He's like, I've been training like this even before I was popping on like Instagram and like I'm this. Sure so, he has. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. So he was like, I, this this isn't changing me. Like I've been training like this. I was training like this when nobody knew who I was. I was training like this in the garage with my dad. The only difference is I'm training with Canelo's team and Oscar De La Hoya is watching watching me spar. There's really no difference. He, he like like I'm just here to knock Oscar people out. He he's uh he's like Oscar De La Hoya 2.0. Yeah, yeah. No, I mean he's maybe a little quicker, yeah, yeah, but yeah. you know Oscar Oscar over time he was slowing down. No, a I, bit. I meant like just the way he because like I don't know if you knew like the social aspect of who he is was like how Oscar De La Hoya was like pretty you know like a pretty boy like always trying to, yeah golden golden yeah, boy yeah golden boy obviously <laughs> but like always trying to live up to like the the Mexican hype, he was, he was a Mexican American. So he never really like Canelo has that respect from the Mexicans in a way that like, he's like Julio Cesar Chavez where they're like true Mexicans in a way, you know what I'm saying? They're born yeah, there, yeah, but sure. I think Oscar De La Hoya was born, was he born in Mexico? I don't know, but he always, I think he might've been born here, but like he's got that, like he's got the support and he's like the, he's got like that pretty look to him and stuff, but he's Ryan's going down the same road in the way that like people underestimate him just because of the way he acts and the way he looks or whatever, kind of like, you know, you, you see Canelo and it's like the big neck and like, you know, it's kind of like a stocky dude, the same way you see like, you know, kind of like a grind, but they they both work hard in their own ways. Just the, the, the perception, I guess. Yeah. Oscar, Oscar was born in uh, California. He's a Mexican American. And the same thing with Andy Ruiz, you know, he's, he's not like fully Mexican, but he like, there's a lot of California Mexicans, you know, they're, they're real close. So, I mean, those Mexican oh, yeah. Americans—they have that—they have that mentality. For, sure, for yeah. sure, but a lot of the a lot of the people don't see them in the same way because they're not born there. But they're not not saying they're trying to prove themselves, but like in a way, they're like sometimes people think Brian Garcia probably just sits on Instagram all day or like just hangs out and like you know doesn't do much and just like takes these cool videos with his fast hands. But no, he worked hard. I'm sure you know, obviously, fast. Uh, yeah, for sure. Um, I want to touch on a few more things. Uh, what fights, what boxing matches are you excited to see? Uh, hopefully, if we can get boxing back this year. I want, I want, I wanted to see the Canelo Alvarez and and um, Billy Jones. I want to see Canelo Alvarez and Callum Smith. Um, it'd be a crazy fight just because of the size difference. Did you say you wanted two? to see Billy Joe uh, Saunders? Were you about to say that? Yeah, they're they're supposed to fight in May, but I don't think. Yeah, I I was super hyped for that fight, bro. Saunders is that that dude's a savage. Well, it's not gonna happen for two reasons because apparently now he made a video about beating his wife. Or something. Well, I didn't see that. Like, yeah, he, well, not not he didn't beat his wife, but he just made a video about like if you're stuck at home in quarantine, uh, your wife's pissing you off, you gotta throw like combinations. This is a stupid video. It wasn't even funny. <laughs> I mean, I don't care. Whatever he, it, it, it was just cringy. Like it was like, dude, you got in trouble for this. Like if you're gonna get in trouble for doing something, at least make it funny. That was, but no, I mean that fight's not gonna happen. Uh, Deontay Wilder and Tyson Fury three probably not gonna uh, happen. I but I want to see that fight. And I was sad Deontay Wilder lost. Not gonna lie, I, I love that guy. Dude, Tyson Fury's my I like boy. I fuck with him. I, I fuck like, with Tyson Fury. I like Tyson. I like Tyson Fury too. But I just I don't know. If you if you watch Deontay Wilder's like story of him growing up and like just the way he was raised and shit and like his daughter has a disability and like 
I know Tyson Fury's got like uh, like a lot of problems too. He had his like big thing that happened. I like them both. I just I don't know. I like Wilder he, better. He's more of a sap. It's like I know he made those dumbass excuses about his uh, about his suit or whatever, but uh, like weighing him down or whatever. But I don't know. I, the rematch, I'd probably go with Tyson Fury if I had to, uh, just because it was a safe bet. Uh, what else? Who else? I want to see Manny Pacquiao fight either Errol Spence or, or Bud Crawford. I don't think it's going to happen, but they, they say he's going to fight Mike Garcia. But I would like to see Manny Pacquiao stand there toe-to-toe. More than likely, you probably get knocked out or, like, get outclassed. But I don't know. Something about Manny Pacquiao, like, uh, like I feel like he can, you know, do some work. Uh, what else? Who else? Um, I want to see uh, – what's his what's his fucking name? Um, I don't remember his name. He's uh, the guy in Inoue or whatever. Inoue. The little Asian Inoue. dude. I'm not really familiar with him. Have you heard of him? Yeah, no, he had a crazy fight with um, – I forgot the other – I was thinking of the other guy's name. Inoue and um, fucking – it was like one of the fight, fights of the year. I forget. I can't believe it. But he's, he's a good fighter. I, I want to see him fight again this year. He's a savage. Uh other than that, I mean, I don't know. Maybe a heavyweight bout between Anthony Joshua and Tyson Fury. Yeah, I, I also want to see that fight. Um, I one one of the like probably my top three fights that I want to see would be oh Donaire Donaire Donaire. Oh, okay. One of the three one probably like the, the fights I want to see are like I would want to see Ryan Garcia Javante Davis. I would want to see that fight, but if that fight can't happen, I'd uh I'd want to see Ryan Garcia Devin Haney. I'd want to see that fight. And I'd want to see, like you said, Joshua Fury. But another fight that I do want to see is uh, Lomachenko, Mikey Garcia. I want to see that fight. Yeah, I think that would be a good fight. What do you think about Lomachenko? Bro, I think bro, I think he's the most talented boxer right now, period. What, what, what's, like, what's your pound for pound? Do you think he's pound for pound? Right now, okay. yeah. Uh, yeah. And because, bro, he's really never – okay, his loss to – I forget who he lost to. Some old 40-year-old that was, like, holding him and hitting him in the nuts, and he lost the decision. It was, like, his second fight. Um, But, bro, Vasily's never been tested. Who, who was it? No, it was – um. Lomachenko, he lost to Orlando Salido. I wasn't sure. Uh, Linares is supposed to fight uh, Ryan Garcia, right? No, Lenar, uh, they already fought. Uh, no, Ryan knocked no, him not, out. Not that was I'm two sorry. Ago. Who is he supposed to fight? He was supposed to fight some guy who fought. Uh, uh, what's his name? Uh, uh, Lomachenko fought somebody, and and Ryan Garcia is supposed to fight him. He's like an older guy. He fought. He the guy he was supposed to fight next is fought on his card. Uh, on the Ryan Garcia versus, I guess, Lenar's card. Uh, I'm not really sure. That I have guy to fought Lomachenko. I thought that I forgot. But, I forgot what his name was, honestly. But do do you do you see Canelo uh, and Triple oh, G I, I, doing a fourth one or no? But um, no, oh, I, I think one. I think they already have it signed for the the end of the year. I like to see it, but like I don't think they're gonna get much out okay. of it. I think Canelo's just gonna beat him again, just because Triple G is getting older. Not really much to see there anymore. Yeah, yeah. But, I mean, how old is Saul? How old is he? Like 35, 34? Yeah, he's still got 29. Wow. I feel, oh, bro, I completely forgot that he fought Mayweather when he was like 20. 
Yeah, Canelo has been fighting pro boxing since he was 15. That's insane, bro. That's that's so crazy. People talk about Mike Tyson. Obviously, Mike Tyson is one of the best of all time, but Canelo Alvarez has been fighting professionally in Mexico since he was 15. Yeah, so, I mean, can I mean, I I still I've seen pictures of that uh that that Dynamite Kid magazine, that Time magazine did in like yeah. 1989 of Mike when he was like 18 and and like a year later just knocks out Trevor Burbank and, and wins the title, which is yeah. insane. So, I mean, being the heavyweight champ at 20 is like, I just can't imagine that. And he, t- he talks about it on his podcast. Mike Tyson has like a really dope yeah, podcast yeah. called Hot Boxing, and you guys should go check that out. Um, but bro, to, to close off this episode, we're, we're a little over an hour right now, which is great. I mean, a great conversation. Um, give me your, uh, your goals for this year and, and, and what you want to, what you want to do with water Buffalo, uh, your, your company, what are, what are your goals for this year? Some new merch, maybe a book, uh, tell, tell me a little bit about what you want to get out of this uh, year and, uh, and what you're looking for in the future. So I have, um, so as of right now, I'm looking to, uh, hopefully get to maybe 200 people on the original water Buffalo training method program. Um, I have 61, so I got 140 more left. It's kind of hard now because the gyms are closed, but maybe trying to get some people on this at home work, workout quarantine program would be like short-term girl goals. So finish that program. Um, you know, I think by the end of this year is just trying to like get everything situated, figure out, you know, what's going to be the best option for the business and whatnot. Uh, find a way to, um, make the most out of what we're doing at the, at like, you know, with the content and whatnot and just kind of find a groove. I don't know. I was supposed to, you know, work with this kid who's got a pre-workout that we were supposed to relabel and make it underwater Buffalo, but I'm not really sure where that's going to go now just because you know, he's going to law school and whatnot. So that's a project that potentially could happen. So like a water Buffalo pre-workout, not really too sure about that yet, but okay. other than that, just, you know, work on maybe doing some customized programs, just trying to find our way. Cause we're, we're still new, obviously, you know, four months, five months. Yeah. Yeah. Five months now. We're going to be five months starting this today. Um, so just trying to find our stride and, and, you know, find something that people want and people are going to be willing to pay for. Um, you know, obviously I need to make money too, or at least have money to support it. And then eventually, you know, within the next coming years, like I want to come out with a product of some sort. Um, but you know, just doing any, any sort of like, you know, helping people out. I would like to do like personalized training with people, but honestly, like, I don't like to do that too much because if I were to be like a, someone's coach, I wanted someone like super dedicated. I know a lot of people are a lot of times aren't really that dedicated. So like, it's kind of a weird like mix that like, yes, I want to help people on like a personal level. But if I were to be someone's coach, it'd be like, you know, it'd be, that's why I try to help people out for free that ask me like for direct help. Um, I just try yeah. to do the best I can. Cause I've tried to help people out before, like for free, even for free to be like someone's coach, but like, after a couple of days, people just kind of give up. So I, you know, maybe find the right people that would be dedicated for that type of, you know, service. Uh, honestly, like I said, just trying to keep growing the brand, uh, get some awareness out there, you know, get, come up with something cool for 2021. Because obviously, you know, uh, creating a product or creating something to sell sh- shouldn't just be done within like a couple of weeks or a couple of months. It should take time. So this program that I made, the Water Buffalo Training Method, is a collection of eight years worth of work. You know, I, I went back and looked up a bunch of old workouts I used to do that I have written down. Like it was a collection of a lot of things. It was created in like four or five months, doing all the filming and stuff like that and putting the program together. But it was really a creation of eight years worth of work, nine years worth of work. So 
you know. Hey, brother, and I and I and I and I know you've put in that work, and I know you've put in time since since you know since we've known each other, and you know I I hope for the best, and you know tell tell the people where they can find you and where they can find the training method at. Yeah, I appreciate it. So if you guys want to follow, uh, you know, Water Buffalo Training Method on Instagram, it's Water Buffalo TM on IG, Water Buffalo TM on uh, on TikTok, <laughs> and then uh, WaterBuffaloTM.com. You literally just go to the website. So I, I'm typing in WaterBuffaloTM.com. Uh, and then there's a button that says start the program. So you can click on that. It's basically a hundred day training program that has over 650 videos, all, uh, voice recorded, not uh, voice commentated by me. There's a full diet on there for, you know, customizable diet based off your weight. There are a bunch of supplemental videos on supplements, a mindset, a bunch of good stuff on there. There's like daily quotes. Uh, there's daily recovery videos, a lot of good stuff. So it's like, you know, it's, it's a hundred days worth of workouts, but there's, literally probably you know a thousand days worth of workouts if you really want to you know use all the exercises and use like everything we use because we didn't we didn't do the same exercise every video other than like the squat bench and deadlift are like the same video uh but every other video is even if it's like the same exercise just on a different day is a different voice over and a different voice recording so like there's a lot of shit on there that's really good and a lot of people like it uh our first the first the person there's only been Two people that bought the whole program, every people have been buying them in phases because there's four phases. Um, but the two people that started the program, one of them is, I think, 80 days in and the other one had just finished. He's either finishing today or he finished yesterday. Um, so posting up his results, he started out never training in his life. He just deadlifted 405, uh, I think, two weeks ago, which is crazy before the gym's closed. Um, wow. Yeah, he's, he's like a friend of ours now. Like He, he was the first one that bought it, so he's kind of like the first supporter. He, he became like a close friend of mine. Um, that's, that's awesome, man. but, uh, yeah, no, so you can find us out on there. You know, the, the program's really dope. If anyone has any questions, you can just shoot us a DM on Instagram or whatever. You can find me at on Instagram at old school, Matt. Um, but yeah, other than that, you know, I don't want to plug myself up too much. You know, we're just a small brand. If you, know, if you don't want to buy anything, obviously you can just go to the Instagram, just follow us. Like the biggest thing that I would really appreciate if anyone was watching this, if you want to go and just, you know, follow the page and read our captions. Cause like I write those captions every day. They're not just bullshit that, you know, they're good captions. They got good messages. Everything has purpose, whether it's an instructional video or a workout or just something to help boost your mindset. It all comes from the heart. So it's like, you know, it's really, really good, good content on there. No bullshit, no negativity, nothing, that, none of that. So, yeah. Yeah, guys, this guy's been a grinder ever since I've known him. I mean, he's putting in that work and, and I follow the page and myself and, and, and everything he posts is for a purpose and, and to uplift and, and, you know, to to make a change and to help you guys out so definitely give those all those uh all those plugs a follow and yeah brother uh you know thanks so much for coming on i, I hope to have you back sometime for uh, for another episode so we can chat some more i mean we did almost an hour it felt like 20 minutes but i i love the conversation and hopefully uh you can come back on another time yes sir for sure i really really appreciate you know everything that you're doing with your podcast and helping me, you know, get a little bit of a platform to speak. I love speaking my mind and it was fun. It was like, we we're just catching up like good old days, just trying to catch up on what's up and what's new and throw some ideas around. I'm sure we could do four hours if we wanted to. We'll yeah, no, for sure. Just chopping it up. And that's how I like to keep it raw, organic. And, you know, and if you got any of your boys or any, any other people that we're in that group chat with, if they want to sit down and, and chat with me, uh, I'm going to be sending the link once the podcast is up around. I'm going to be editing it, probably posting it around six. So I'll be sending it in there. But uh, yeah, bro. Thanks so much for, for your time. Thanks for chatting it up with me. Uh, old school Matt, ladies and gentlemen.
This episode of The Break Room is sponsored by Titan. You guys know Titan has some of the best workout clothes on the market, and I've been a brand ambassador with them for over a year now. They got super dope clothes, super dope colors, super super comfortable and flexible, and you guys can use my code CBASSRUIZ15 for 15% off your whole order. That's CBASSRUIZ15 for 15% off your whole order. Go get you some. I want to thank you guys so much for checking into The Break Room. Hope you guys enjoyed that interview. With Old School Matt, super dope guy. Check out all his links down below in the description. And make sure you guys go clock back in. Peace.